Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. And now, it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the people across this great state. Of course, we're focused on coastal Mississippi, but man, there are so many amazing people across this state that are working not only to make coastal Mississippi a better place to live, work, and play, but also to make Mississippi a better place to live, work, and play. Today, we have a great show. We're going to we're going to have, have a terrific visit with my friend Stacy Pickering, who's the executive director of the Mississippi Veterans Affairs. And we're going to have Dr. Conger back, who's uh, an infectious disease doctor at Memorial, and continue the conversation about the Delta variant and what's happening. It is incredibly alarming. It's incredibly alarming. And we just got to be focused on that. Before we do that, let's get over to my friend, uh, Kyle Curley, the the producer of COSU and my partner in crime. And first of all, just say good morning. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, sir. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Hey, listen, right off the bat, I just want to say I really enjoyed that visit with Whitney, uh, Br- Brittany Willem yesterday, 27-year-old entrepreneur, CEO of Blocks Building. They're doing modular homes or modular hunting camps, really a cool company, but they do some other companies as well, but I really enjoyed it. We're, we're lucky in coastal Mississippi to have so many families who are focused on, on sort of creating this sort of entrepreneurial DNA in their kids. And, and, you know, as a result of that, we have some thriving businesses here. It's pretty inspiring, isn't it? It really is to see it just passed down from generation to generation. You want to pass down good qualities about yourself. And if even if you kind of didn't really have that quality in you at the beginning of your life or yeah. in the beginning of you, say you're when you're transitioning from school to out into the work world, you can make things better and then make the next generation better and kind of, you know, don't do as I did, do what I, you know, pre- preaching now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Kyle, I mean, look, come on now. You're always modest, the jack of all trades, IT operations, the voice. Or excuse me, you play the music in the Superdomes during Saints games. You produce this show. You do voice for multiple stations. Come on. You're a great example of, of that. Well, I mean, you know, I really, it's, I try. <laughs> I, do, I know a lot about everything, but not enough about any one of them. <laughs> Well, no, you're you're the glue that keeps the stations together. I can tell you that. Hey, hey, listen. Before I go to over to Stacy, let's real quick. We got to pay attention to the tropics. Um, you know, it's still you know still got several days. Things could still shift a little bit more to the west. We don't know. I mean, currently right now, coastal Mississippi is like on the outside barrier. But it's a really important point here that we need to make, and that is just be prepared. You know, don't don't focus just on this storm. Just it's hurricane season. It's time to be prepared. It is, and you know, no, no matter how far it gets into the Gulf or it goes closer to Florida than it does to Alabama. You just never know what these storms are going to be like. You never know where the rain is going to be. We've seen storms where it's uh, heavy on the front side and just wind on the back side, and we've seen them totally the opposite. So it's been, you know, it's different every time. You just got to be prepared for it and really start watching it. I would probably say by Sunday, you'll yeah. have a, 
better idea and where it's going to yeah. go. Never discount a storm. Never discount a storm. Hey, listen, thank you, my friend. I appreciate what you do for this show. Hey, look, uh, we're going to move over now to Stacey Pickering, who's the executive director of the Mississippi Veterans Affairs. And let me just say, first of all, good morning. It's good to see you, my friend. Hey, Ricky, good to be with you this morning. Absolutely. Well, we're going to remind people what it is you do. And I always like to remind people about the the military presence in coast, uh, really across the state. But before we do that, let's Let's chat for a second about the Delta variant and COVID. What's the latest there? How are you guys doing with vaccines and all of that? Talk to me about what you're thinking these days. Well, you know, COVID-19, the big story, we all know it, but the Delta variant has put it right back on the front burner. We have 600 nursing home beds for veterans. So that's the population of high risk population that we care for and we fight. And at the height of the pandemic last year, you know, we had a couple of hundred out of 600 who were infected with the virus. We had 95 veterans die from COVID related symptoms and illness. And everybody wants to go, well, something else killed them. They had comorbidity. You look at 85, 95-year-old veterans who are broken down, high blood pressure, COPD. You go down the litany of the list, and all of a sudden they get this virus that affects their breathing. It affects their you know, congestion, their achiness, their soreness, they're getting pneumonia. That's enough to kill them, and that's what happened. We had 95% of our veterans in our homes got the vaccine in January when it rolled out the very first weekend. Mm-hmm. We've had zero deaths since then. So my message is real clear, Ricky. The vaccine works. You may still get the virus, like right now. I've got family members who fully vaccinated have got the Delta variant. It's highly contagious, but they've had little or no symptoms. You know, it's not deadly. But prior to the vaccine, this vaccine was killing a lot of unvaccinated people because there was not an option. Now we have a way to protect lives, to make sure we prevent spreading it. Wear your mask whenever you're out in public. Distance yourself if you're around people you don't know who they are or where they've been, and get the vaccine. It's that simple. You know, you're you're in an interesting position because you have a deep understanding of the military. Military is obviously required the vaccination, but I mean, come on now, they they require a lot of shots when you go into the military. <laughs> I've had an anthrax, I've had smallpox, I get the flu shot every year because the military tells me I have to, uh, mm-hmm. and that's required. And so this is really no difference. And everybody goes, well, it's unproven. You know what? We have defeated polio because we developed a vaccine and use it. You got a vaccine now that if you do get this Delta variant, it will not be as severe. You'll bounce back from it and get on with your life and you won't affect and hurt anyone else, possibly killing them. We've got to be smart. We can't shut down our economy like we did. That's the craziest thing we could do is everybody shut back down and go home and damage businesses and livelihoods. But we have to be smart of how we live our lives right now. Yeah, what's interesting, and I talk about it on the show all the time, and it's really unfortunate, but there's a, sort of a political dimension to this vaccine, which is really unfortunate, I might add, because, you know, the last thing that should be politicized is something like a pandemic. You know, that's unfortunate. Just healthcare, healthcare. Yeah. Okay. So there's there's the healthcare dimension for sure. Literally, hospitals across the across the state are literally busting at the seams, having to turn people away, having to stop 
uh, you know, certain kinds of surgery. It's really incredible what's happening. But then on top of that, and the thing that probably makes me the craziest is the lack of, of accurate information out there, whether, you know, I think a lot of misinformation is being shared over YouTube and Facebook and all these different places. Some of it's being directed, at, according to the State Department, you know, from Russia and, and China and a lot of propaganda, and, you know, try, it's literally about trying to create division. My goal is not to try to analyze all that, but just to understand that it's there and then just focus on bringing people in who are really good leaders in the community like yourself and just trying to give them the best information that we have the best just give them and then what, people what are going to decide what do we know what are the facts exactly what do we know what do we know and what you know and what you know and what Kent Nico at Memorial knows and what Lee Bond at Singing River Hospital knows and what Dr. Conger, who's going to be following you on the show today, knows is that when you're vaccinated, while while you may be able to to get Delta, it probably will keep you out of the ICU and out of the Absolutely. morgue. If you're Absolutely. unvaccinated, you have a very good chance. Look, I was just blown away by the stats coming out of out of uh out of uh, Singer River Hospital, the number of people who are in the ICU and the number of people who are on ventilators, it's, un it's unbelievable. And this Ricky, is all right across the state. Are, and there's so many of our fellow Mississippians, and it's not that they're bad people, but they, they bought into this narrative and I'm not going to get vaccinated, not realizing that if you get this virus, it will it is deadly. Uh, it does impact you that way. And this is not some myth. It's not some narrative that's out there politically, it is a reality. Because like I said, we had 95 veterans died from this virus before the vaccine. 95% of our residents got vaccinated and we've had zero deaths from the virus since, since January in our nursing homes for veterans. Now the problem is ICUs are full. So if I have a veteran who has a health problem who needs to be hospitalized, we may not be able to get him in a hospital in Collins or Kosciuszko, Jackson, Oxford, and eventually here on the coast because there's not a bed because it's being taken up by people with COVID. I wish, you know, again, you, you, I, I, I worry about sort of the political calculus is being made around, around the pandemic. And let me just, you know, we're not going to go into all of that now, but I just want to thank you. You know, you've been, you've been involved sort of on the political scene for many years You've, uh, you're in a leadership role now at the uh, Mississippi Veterans Affairs, and I really appreciate your willingness to kind of simplistically speak to the facts and being willing to urge people to get vaccinated. For some reason, some people are just hesitant to urge people to get vaccinated. They're not saying, we're not saying force them to get vaccinated. We're just saying, do your research and urge people to get vaccinated. And I appreciate you being willing to do that, Stacey. Well, thank you. And I think, again, it's just common sense. It's what's the fact. Again, taking a look anecdotally, here are the facts of the effectiveness of the vaccine. And if I, something's yeah. only that effective, I want to do that. And I hope my neighbors, yeah. family, and friends that have not got vaccinated will hear that and get vaccinated to protect themselves and their neighbors and themselves. You know, and that way we can bounce back and we can keep going out to eat, eat at restaurants. We can keep going shopping and go to events. Well, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with the executive director of Mississippi Veterans Affairs, uh, Stacy Pickering, and we'll talk more about sort of you know uh, what kind of big events are coming up and what what uh, what else is going on in his world. We'll see you after this break.
Coast View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Listen, we have an incredible military presence here in Mississippi. Seven military bases. That doesn't count the incredible and significant uh, presence of their National Guard here, for example, here in in, uh, in Gulfport at the Gulfport Combat Readiness Training Center. You've got uh, a spattering of, you know, of course we have Keesler Air Force Base, Na- Naval Station Pascoola, Naval Construction Battalion in Gulfport, which is the CB base. But we have a spattering of other military presence just across the coast. And that's not to mention the United States Coast Guard, for gosh sake. I mean, what they do every day is incredible. And so, coming back to you, Stacy, this is Stacy Pick. And the executive director of Mississippi Veterans Affairs. We've talked about this before, but Gulfport and really Coastal Mississippi is recognized and, and the, like the very, very top tier of communities in the nation where, where military veterans pick to live. You know, that's we've worked for that. I mean, it has to do with the hospital systems that are part of the military here. It has to do with the, the incredible quality of life here. Obviously, there's a lot of measurements that they've looked at, but you spent a lot of your time focusing on letting veterans know, come home to Mississippi or come to Mississippi. This is a great place to retire, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, 30% of our veterans in Mississippi live in Harrison, Hancock, and Jackson County. They live on the Gulf Coast. It's a great quality of life. Uh, Navy Federal Credit Union did a uh, report and a study that showed Gulfport, the entire Mississippi Gulf Coast, is number nine in the nation as far as regions where veterans want to live. We've got nine A-rated school districts. you got hospitals. We have military bases and exchanges and commissaries, the hospital at Keesler. And your cost of living is 9% less here on the coast. Your money goes further, and we don't tax military retirement in Mississippi. We let our veterans keep what they've earned, and uh, it's great for them and their families. So it's a big presence for us. We spend a lot of time here on the Gulf Coast celebrating that, but also bringing in more. And that's one reason we're building a new nursing home for veterans at Tradition. Uh, we have, matter of fact, hoping to sign the contracts with Stark Construction for here on the Gulf Coast from Ocean Springs. They're going to be dealing with contracting for us. All Red Starlowski from Ocean Springs are our architects. You know, it's local money being spent here on the coast to serve our veterans. And so we're excited about that. Well, speaking of, and we're excited about that too, what a terrific opportunity that is for the Gulf Coast to have that veterans home here. But speaking of veterans homes, you guys have a national conference that's going on as we speak. Yeah, we, you know, last year we had to cancel our national meeting because of COVID-19 and we were able to step up in that gap and said, look, we want to host the next one. We will do it in Mississippi. We have 29 states here on the Gulf Coast, five days all week long, over 130 participants. It's about 60% of what it used to be because of COVID. Some states still aren't traveling. Some states have COVID outbreaks right now in their nursing homes for veterans. And so they're back home taking care of business. But we've got vendors here with the latest technology of long-term care from uh, belts. It looks like a little fanny pack, but if you fall, 
airbags come out to keep you from fracturing your hip. It's the number one thing that kills long-term care residents in nursing homes are fractured hips. And so you see this technology, there's a doorway company that's got ultraviolet lights that 20 seconds you stand in it like you do the TSA at the airport and turn around in it, it kills 99% of all pathogens that are on your body and on your clothing before you go into the home. And so those are the kind of technology of how do we fight COVID, but then other issues, we've got folks that are chair lifts, you don't think about bathing. You know, how do you bathe someone who's uh, incapacitated physically? And these bed, these uh, tubs, not only does it walk in, but they pivot, they turn. Uh, it helps them with their, you know, aspects. And then we're using technology for physical therapy. Uh, large screen, touch screen TVs that are, you know, 50 plus inches wide that residents can do and put together puzzles of family members. And they think it's a game, but really they're moving their arms and their joints and staying active. And so that's what they're doing here this week is hearing from experts, looking at the latest technology of how we can best serve our veterans in the homes. And most importantly, I've got folks from 29 states bringing in those per diem checks, spending money in Gulf Coast restaurants and uh, all over the coast and shopping. It's a lot of fun to see that happen and be able to bring them here in person on the Gulf Coast. You know what's exciting about that? <clears throat> you think about sort of the stigma around quote unquote nursing homes, you know, this kind of stigma that exists that we're getting to end of life. It's not a good place to be. It's not, they don't have the latest technology. I mean, that's just, you know, I know that's not, <clears throat> that's not the way in most of these homes at all. But what I think you guys are going to be doing through your veterans' homes is pushing innovation, pushing technology, pushing sort of end-of-life things that can be done to increase the quality of life. You're not, you just don't accept that these folks are getting, oh, we want to make them comfortable. You, you're saying that they're coming to this retirement home, this veterans' retirement home, because the kind of skills that we're going to have present and the kind of technology that we're going to have present is not just going to make them comfortable. It's going to give them every opportunity to enjoy life as much as they possibly can. That yeah. really motivates you, doesn't it? Well, it, one of our big missions between our ultimately five homes and 700 beds in Mississippi for veterans is not just to warehouse and take care of end of life. We want them to have a high level of dignity, a high level of functionality so that they can enjoy their family members. They can enjoy their life. You know, we've got, we take them out. We do transportation uh, like here on the coast. We'll be visiting casinos. We will be going to museums. We will be getting out. Uh, and of course, for most of our guys, one of their biggest things is to go to Walmart. You know, they love to people watch. They love to say hello. And we'll bring a bus load and unload it right there at the front door. They can do their own personal shopping, but also you We've got church groups and VFWs and American legions that come in. We do bingo. We do concerts. It's, it really is about the dignity and care and the respect our veterans and their family members deserve. And Ricky, we've been doing this. Our staff does a great job. We use a company called Pinnacle. And all four existing veterans homes in Mississippi are not just above the national average. We are best in class. We, we score top 15% nationwide on customer satisfaction family members and the residents all tell our company that we are the best at what we do on quality of food service, laundry, physical therapy, nursing care, communication. Mississippi Veterans Homes are in the top 15% of all nursing homes in the nation. That is so awesome. That is so, because, you know, when you talk about that, when you, when you, first of all, you do it so enthusiastically and so passionately and so focused. 
it sends the it sends it helps kind of dispel some myths about about how that is. And and I'll be honest with you, it's so it's so important what you're doing that maybe it will push some of the private companies that are not focused on veterans and and maybe even some of the state homes to to kind of raise their bar a little bit and to be focused on not just making people comfortable in the end of life, but giving them every opportunity in the world to live out their life with the highest possible quality of life they can possibly have. What is it that what is it that motivates you to stay so focused on raising that bar? You know, Ricky, it's it's the mission, and I tell my staff and our partners, our employee partners, uh, and our vendors, our partners. You know, there's no greater mission than to care for your neighbor, but especially for our veterans who raised their right hand, they took the oath of all. Some of them have combat injuries. I've got one of our residents and he loves to tell the story. You know, he was wounded and carried off a hill in Vietnam doing a, a, a retreat action, a rear action guard, and he winds up getting injured. His radio operator winds up dying and posthumously gets the uh, Medal of Honor. This guy comes, they bring him off, and when they're bringing him off the mountain in Vietnam, they all think he's dead or dying. They stand up, they salute him, and he's recovered, goes on to become executive vice president of an auto parts company, nationally known, and he's a resident in our home, and I've got truck drivers that are there that they never saw combat, they were Cold War veterans, but yet maybe they have in injuries or issues related to their service, and we bring them all together. They get in, you know, it's a great mission that we have to answer your question. And I want everyone we can to be a part of that, caring for our veterans and saying thank you. Yeah, it's okay. Listen, let's, I'm going to shift gears and I want to come back to the vaccine real quick in the short time we have left. I was at my place in the Delta this weekend, had conversation with some of my neighbors. And, and I have to be honest with you, some of the most troubling conversations I've ever had. Uh, but, and they're good people and I love them. You know, they're, they're religious, they care a lot, but, you know, they have not gotten the vaccine, nor have their parents who are in their 70s. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, tell me why. And as, he articul as they articulate, like, point by point, like, 90% of their argument is completely misinformation. It's complete misinformation. Well, You're a former statewide official. You know, how, what do we need to do to combat that? First and foremost, I think every elected official, local, statewide, and even in D.C., our congressional delegation, stop politicizing this. This is not a Republican or Democrat issue. We need to keep the economy open. We need to keep kids in school. They learn better with other students and that dynamic. But to do that, we have to protect all of ourselves. And the way we do that is with the vaccine. The vaccine works. You know, you and I talked earlier, I've had zero COVID-related deaths since the vaccination in January. We had 95 before that. And that's about what you saw nationwide in veterans' homes. And so understand what the facts are. These are safe. A Republican president and administration fast-tracked and oversaw the development of these vaccines. A Democrat president and administration is pushing it out now. When you get Republicans and Democrats all pushing and all working on this, it's something is right. That is not some grand conspiracy. This is the, just the right thing to do. 
It is, and you said that so well, Stacy Pickering. I really appreciate your leadership on this, and for you know being willing to just say it. It, it, it. There is a lot of common sense. Now, I know that some people who listen to this, they're going to say it's everything but common sense, and they'll give you all these facts, and they'll send you some YouTube videos saying, "Listen to this. Listen to the first three minutes of this." This, we got, we got to stop that. I mean, ninety nine percent of the doctors on earth say this is what we need to do. Look, I will tell you real quick. I know we're running up on time. I will, I served at USAFE, U.S. Air Force Europe. Uh, four-star general's command and we have a briefing three years ago and an intel officer said deep fakes and misinformation is the largest national security threat that we face it's not the yeah. russians not the chinese the people with guns it's the guys with keyboards around the globe who are doing misinformation and that's what we're falling prey to and i think we've got to yeah. be strong about it we definitely do we definitely do when we come back we have dr nicholas conger Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. A Supertalk Mississippi media production.